The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, this is the Dirt Sheet Larson. This is where we take all the pro wrestling news, what little of it is out there. Yes, yeah, so the slow news week. Yeah, so we bring it all together in one place. We had it, like, it was a heavy Monday. Like when you were gone, it was yeah. a heavy day. Of course, day. I wasn't here and it was a busy news day. Paige talking about coming back, Eva Marie officially gone, and uh, Enzo, more details on his heat. But this isn't Monday, it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday, and apparently uh, the weekend started early in the world of wrestling news because it wasn't much. No, not at all. Um, but we've got some things to go over, and uh, like I was saying, we're right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Wherever fine podcasts are available as well, be sure to hit that subscribe and download button. And uh, visit us on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We get uh, the $5 a month mark. You get three live streams per week where we talk about Raw, SmackDown, and NXT 205 Live. Um, now I'm doing, we are doing on SmackDown uh, live streams, chat trivia. Yes. Gustavo Gama, the first chat trivia winner. Champion. Now he is eliminated from future winnings. Oh, he is? Yeah, oh, yeah. Once you've won. Because here's the thing. If it's a matter of your internet being a little on the slow side, that shouldn't disqualify you. Granted, life isn't fair. However, once you've won once, you that's, that's good. You're good. You don't need to win anymore. So now he is eliminated. How about this? For once, a month, once a month, tournament of champions. Oh, I like that. That's All good. the winners for the month. Granted, there's only four. It's four. Make it every couple, two months, bi-monthly. Bi okay, eight. all right. The eight competitors who've won that month, tournament of champions, whoever is. Let's do it quarterly. That way, if the every quarter we can crown a new uh, uh, champion. I feel like you're now, like, I, I, annually, every year. I start That's doing, only 52 people. I start doing chit, trivia chat. That's more people we have in chat. Chat trivia, and then you came in and are corrupting it now with your tournament of champions. I like, it's a good idea. I like tournament of champions. Because on Jeopardy's, we're all smart people. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're mm -hmm. also we pro wrestling tees, pro wrestling tees.com slash going into raw. We've maxed out our designs. Yeah, we can have right now. Look, man, you if you start buying more designs, shirts, you got to start buying more shirts. Then we can do cold water Larson. We don't control the sales. No, we don't. Cold water like, Larson. Once we unlock a new design, cold cold water Larson will go up. Is that next? Yeah, that'll That's be next. next? That'll right. be next. Not promise. black and white going in raw logo. No. No? Cold, cold water, water Larson. Larson? People have demanded it so far. I've been throwing cold water on, on, on their wants. Here's what I have to say about the but cold. But I'm fresh off vacation. I'm reasonably relaxed and somewhat refreshed. Here's, how I, here's what I feel about the cold water Larson design. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. 
Anyways, let's talk about the news. Yes. Yeah. First, the major story that's happened uh, since big, Monday. Actually. Since Monday, yes, huge. It's pretty big. Um, is Ronda Rousey coming to the WWE? She can be the new Brock Lesnar. Could be. Um, this past Tuesday, Fightful.com issued a report about Ronda Rousey potentially, possibly, maybe working with WWE in the near future, saying, quote, um, Fightful.com was told Tuesday morning that Ronda Rousey has expressed interest in a pro wrestling run and has went as far as learning some of the basics from a WWE superstar. Um, an employee backstage in WWE told us that Rousey spoke to Triple H to set up her appearance with her fellow four horsewomen members at the Mae Young Classic. And according to sources, WWE has referred Rousey and company to current superstar Brian Kendrick to, uh, for training purposes in Southern California. Yeah. So uh, we watched a little uh, video where the uh, the fellow who broke this from Fightful, mm-hmm. we'll link the description of the video, uh, expanded on this a little bit more. Yeah. And sort of went and, and, you know, talked about the other three of the four horsewomen that isn't Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Of course, Shayna Baszler is uh, going to be... Is in the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Goes pretty far, too. All right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's supposed to be spoiler alert beforehand. Um, and then... And the other one, Kate, Kate ba- Baseman, Baz, Baz, something or another, um, she's in training also. Yes. And then uh, Roderick Strong's wife yes. is going to be fighting Bobby Roode at TakeOver. Yes. To defend the honor of her husband? <laughs> and their weird kid. <laughs> yeah. So she's interested, too, because I guess her MMA career, according to him at Fightful, didn't take off the way it, uh, they, they, everybody thought it would. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. Um so yeah, I mean you know this this you know we we've, we've said before that we don't see Ronda Rousey like what is she going to go up through NXT? Is she going to do the NXT developmental circuit there in Florida first, and then go up to TV get a brand new name, yeah, a brand yeah. new gimmick, yeah? Like maybe she'll accompany uh, the new Deuce and Domino, could be the Metro Twin Metro, Metro Brothers. Brothers to the ring, yeah. You know she can do that, yeah. Um, no, if you know th- this this is probably going to be a mania thing. Probably an eight-man tag match, maybe. Maybe, but if if, if it's something that she's serious about, and we have what six months till Mania, I would think a match against Charlotte wouldn't be out of out of. Out of what about this match against Charlotte at Mania at Survivor Series? Because Survivor yes. Series yes. gets four on four. Um, Pro wrestling's four horsewomen against MMA's four horsewomen. That's a big mouth. That's a mouth. I think <laughs> I did okay, didn't I? No, you did okay. You did good. Um, Okay, so let's look at let's look at the end game though. This could be ri- this could be huge. This oh, yeah. could be huge. Look at because here's the thing we've said before. It's obvious. She's okay, so she's not going to go full time WWE schedule. That's ridiculous. Those schedules are absolutely cartoonish. Yeah, yeah, 250 days a year you're wrestling. But look at Brock Lesnar's schedule. Yeah, that's, that's that's. I wouldn't mind working that schedule. I wouldn't mind working that schedule at all. Hey, you want me to come in and going in Raw today? Five million dollars or whatever it is. For what is this per appearance? At oh, this I point? don't know. It's probably a couple hundred thousand dollars least, yeah. per appearance. Then he, you know, he gets a big chunk for downside guarantee. Exactly. So that kind of schedule, she could totally do. You have two women's big belts. Yeah. Put one of them on Ronda. Yeah. You know. But don't do it right away. Don't do it right away. But at Mania, you could do it at Mania. Why not? That's huge. She can get big money in the WWE. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, spoke about this briefly, um, had this to add. Quote, the company is very high on the horsewoman versus horsewoman idea. Of course, uh, uh, Rousey 
and the rest of MMA's four horsewomen uh-huh. had a bit of a, a back and forth between WWE's four horsewomen um, during one of the May Young Classic shows. When that episode airs, I'm sure they'll make a huge deal about it. Oh, yeah, big time. It, was, it looked cool, too, like little screenshots. Yeah, they were like across cool. the, uh, the aisle from each other. Yeah. You know what I really like when they do that? I like when uh, when Bailey is getting in the mix. Yeah, because she's like supposed to be cool, or she's supposed to be like you know nice and stuff. Yeah, but then she's like acting like a badass and like not wrestling gear. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's cool. It's a cool image. It is cool. Um, Meltzer continues, and most figure the next chapter will be at the September twelfth show in Vegas. That is the May Young Classic Tournament Final. Mm. It's gonna be live, I believe, on the network September twelfth. Yeah. So my phone just fell in my pocket again. I love and I love that it's Brian Kendrick. I know the one training them. He's like, you don't want to mess with uh, Becky Lynch. She's a clown. And then he's like, shows a picture of her in clown gear. Yeah, I'll teach you how to be the one man with the plan. <laughs> <laughs> one man with the plan. That's a good one. I like that. That was good. Um, <laughs> he gives them all like. Uh, luminescent uh, pants. Oh, pants. I know. Yeah. It's not luminescent. What iridescent. Is iridescent. Thing. He has yeah. the best pants in all of wrestling. He really does. They're fantastic. Yeah. Week in and week out, best pants in all See, wrestling. See, this is a great thing about having you back, is that I can sit here and just say, yeah. You can just, I know you're, I mean, I know you're kidding so easily enough now. I'm like, yeah, I know. Totally. And you're not even paying attention. No idea what you're saying. It's like uh, you need to go on vacation from your phone. Don't tell me about it. I know it's really bad. It was awesome when I was on vacation, and I most time I, did, I woke, I turned my phone on every morning to check my email. Otherwise, left it off the entire time. Yeah, and it was nice. Yeah, I'm not sure if I could do that. Um, um, anyways, back to the story. Ronda Rousey, WWE. That'd be huge if things played out like we spoke about: horsewoman versus horsewoman at Survivor Series. Yeah, Rousey versus Charlotte WrestleMania. Don't even have to put the belt on the line then. Let her have that match. Let her kind of get a taste of WWE. Uh, as a competitor, and then if she likes it, then yeah, Lesnar schedule. Build up to Rousey versus Asuka, WrestleMania 35, something like that. I would I would say, I like that. I would say, see how she does in the ring. If she's, if she's credible at all, then put that belt on her immediately. Come on, are you kidding me? It's Ronda Rousey. No, I understand. That'd be it's great. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, here's my attitude. It's going to make a huge mainstream splash. Uh, when she has her first solo match at WrestleMania 34, you don't need the belt. Yeah, you do. You don't. You absolutely you do. You don't. You have her, her have her first match without the belt, then later on have her wrestle for the belt. Mm-hmm. You get the double dip. Yeah. No, you can no, you can dip in as many times as you want because you're immediately she's your champion. That would be so huge. That would be even bigger if she wasn't the champion. We're kind of splitting hairs. But I like putting the belt on her immediately. Because here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. She would have to be... Uh, By putting the belt on her... A credible wrestler if you're going to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's what, I'm, that's what I prefaced it with. She has to be a credible wrestler. Um, she And to like realistically beat Oscar or Charlotte, she has to be an incredible wrestler. But here's the thing. Once you put the belt on... This is why I say you put the belt on her immediately. And I know comments are like, you're going to do that. No, you can't do it. Because it's wrestling. Um, here's why you do it. Because if she just shows up, then in the minds of that mainstream crowd, she is uh, a dilettante. She is a visitor. Know, a visitor. Put the belt on her. She's the face of your company at that point, mm-hmm. to a degree. Mm-hmm. She is now linked to your company in a way that a tourist wouldn't be. Here's the problem, though. You yeah. have the, the Lesnar effect, too, where Lesnar, uh, you know, uh, when he returned, people liked him. 
Yeah. People were into him showing up, destroying people, then going away for a few months. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Once they put the belt on him, mm-hmm. that started to change. People want the champions around. People want to see them often. Yeah, but Ron Rousey's going to really enjoy being there. So she'll be around. She'll be around. She'll be around more than Lesnar. Because yeah, I, I think she just likes the... Look, she's not going to be... She'll do the MSG house show. She'll do... You know, she's not going to be going off... She's not going to be in the Sacramento Golden One Center house show. She's not going to be doing that. But she'll do the MSG house show. Um, what percentage of TVs will she do? What percentage of TVs does Lesnar do right now? Uh, 30% maybe. He doesn't even do 30%. That's 15 a year. I think he does like... He probably does 15. 15? Okay, all right. She could do 30. Do you think uh, Rousey would do half? That's 26. Yeah. Yeah. That might be enough. Yeah. Every other R? Are you kidding me? Of course it is. That's perfect. I mean, you know, she doesn't need to be there during the doldrums of... You know, freaking between uh, Mania and money, in the, money in the Bank and SummerSlam and Mania and Summer, yeah, yeah Mania and SummerSlam. Mania to Money in the Bank. Yeah, especially. She don't need to be there. Give her a match at the, what's the, the, the post, what is it, Backlash, the post-Mania one? Mm-hmm. Give her a match there. I mean, that, that's also the thing about the brand split is that, you know, if you dial back your pay-per-view so they're not every other week, Yeah, then that would help things also. Oh, it would, but that's not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. They love their pay-per-views. They do. Yeah. But, uh, no, I tell them, are you kidding me? 26 dates a year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Not including pay-per-views, of course. Not including pay-per-views. And on top of that, here's the thing. Here's the other thing about that, is that we're not just talking about Ronda Rousey. She has proxies. She has three proxies. And so, yeah, Ronda might not be there herself, but you've got, you tell me, like, Shanna, Shanna, Shanna Baszler, she's in the May Young Classic. You think she's not going to be around all the time? Oh, she'll be around she, all the time. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. looking to be a full-time superstar. So now she has your proxy. It's like when Paul Heyman shows up and Lesnar's not there. It's like Lesnar's there, you know? Yeah. So, boom, there you go. Money to be made for everybody. Ronda Rousey, dude, that could bring in a lot oh, yeah. of people. Oh, yeah. That'd be huge. It would be massive. I mean, I honestly think that she'd have a bigger time or a more difficult time mastering the promo over the wrestling stuff. Could be. You yeah. just stick to your MMA and don't actually bend arms back. Yeah, I know. You know this is I mean? relearning muscle memory at that oh, point. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's like the same with CM Punk when he was learning to do MMA. He said the, the hardest thing for him at one point, at least, was was uh, not worrying about protecting his opponent. Yeah. So, uh, moving on with the news. Hey, Steve. Mm. Where's Dolph been? Who? Dolph. Who's that? Dolph. I don't know what that means. Dolph Ziggler. What is that? Former world champion. Who? Dolph. Dirk Diggler. Dolph. Eddie Adams. No. From Torrance. No. So um. he hasn't been on TV since July 4th, the Independence Day Battle Royal. So that's more than a month. He's been off TV. <laughs> so ever since, even before he signed his last contract, there's been speculation about whether he's going to stick around WWE for a while. He to be a touring comedian. We're getting to that. We have power <laughs> rankings coming up. Oh. Um, and that was only amplified this past June when uh, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, was playing some word association with Renee Young, and mm-hmm. she said, Dolph. And, you know, he said, uh, part of what his response was, quote, he's such a good wrestler if he goes to Japan, probably soon. But then he continued. He took a long pause, and yeah. Renee Young says, oh, breaking news here. And and then Nakamura said, uh, I want to wrestle him again. So yeah. I think the probably soon 
was attached to that I want to wrestle him again. Yeah, no, he was getting through his English right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's obviously not his first time. So, th- I mean, that story, if we had non-news back then, would have been non-news. Oh, that would have been huge non-news. Huge non-news. But anyway. No, you don't get to decide what's non-news. I would have chosen that. Well, I just honest. brought it up. Don't say we. I brought it up. Please you said yes, we. so in that sense, we. Yes. I Moving chosen. on with the story. This is actually real news on this show. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on a second. Can we, behind the scenes, can we clarify, where did you get this news from originally? From non-news. You posted from non-news. Because there, there, there is a, a, a little bit of a story here. Kind of. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that line um, uh, from Talking Smack had some people talking about whether Dolph could... Go to, uh, to Japan at some point. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, this past week on Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer uh, did talk about Dolph's status. He said the reason he was missing TV was not because he was on his way out the door. It's just because creative had nothing for him. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, SmackDown's a packed show. It really room. is. And they need that third hour, man. They don't have room for Dolph. They don't have room. At to, least with talking. Ty and Sammy in a tag team together. No, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. I don't like um, together tag teams. But if they stay together for a while, then it's not a thrown together thing. It's two people coming together to make opportunity for th- themselves. What did you just say? Two people doing what? Coming together. <laughs> You're. So well, I like have back. Because I can't just say that joke on my own and not just come off like a creep. Anyways, continue. Anyways, anyways continue. Um, you made me lose my train of thought now. I did that all the time when you were gone. It sucked. Uh, let's see here. I'm coming off of a sleepless night two days or a day and a half ago, so. You know that? I know what world that is. Oh I hate this so much. I it's do so too. rude. It is. Why would it's anybody do this? is what it is. It is. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just saying, hey, I might you know not my favorite thing? be completely here because I'm short on sleep. You know my favorite thing? What? Alabama does is mock people who cry. Still see somebody on the TV crying and she go, ah, crying. Like, I know, Bama. They're weak. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, um, no. So, speaking of Dolph, uh, yeah, so his contract apparently is coming up soon. Already? Yeah. Because, did you sign a one year deal then? I don't know. Because remember when he was in that, uh, uh, wasn't it because uh, the retirement match? The bad quit match. No, retirement match. Yeah. Loser, like if he lost the match for the title and No Mercy last year, he's going to leave. And I thought around then his contract was up. But that could be mixing up two things. I know, I know storyline at least his contract was up. Yeah, and they're really, doing the behind, like the backstage really Instagram the thing. He could leave, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he signed a one-year deal. Yeah. Because he's talked a lot about, you know, the when, when his pro wrestling career is done, you know, he's... Done, what has he done? He's, he's, he's done like before. a comedy show. Yeah, like yeah, 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 stand-up yeah. stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me if at that point he was on a like year-to-year thing. You know? Perfect time to segue to some power rankings. Nice. Power rankings. What will Dolph do next? You know what sucks is that like, power rankings by myself, they're really difficult. Yeah. Because like, you have to, so like somebody said, like okay, somebody said power rank cereal. That's easy. Boom. What's your number one? Yeah, Frosted Minuits. Frosted Minuits. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Two is Simmons Life. Oh, I'm not down with that. Sim and Life is great. Well, yeah, that after after Mini Meets, we di- we diverged what's, greatly. What's two for you? Uh, no, yeah, it's kind of a new a new find. Raisin Bran Crunch. You just discovered that? I didn't know there was Crunch. I knew there was Raisin Bran. But the Crunch, yeah, that's been around for a long time. Oh, it's so good. It's still too sweet for me. I can eat it and eat it and eat it. But Cinnamon Life isn't? Oh, it is, but I don't yeah. need it anymore. Oh, it's good. Um, Simon Life is my favorite growing so up. So it's like, I forget the order exactly. Mini Weights is number one. Yeah. Oh, no, I think Rice Krispies is number two. Um, what's wrong with Rice Krispies? There's nothing to it. 
You're eating air is what you're eating. It tastes good. You're eating air. It's so good. Do you put anything on it? <laughs> Dude, I don't eat cereal to fill up. It's a light snack. What do you do you put anything on your Rice Krispies? No. This is good. There's no flavor there. Yeah, there is. No, there's right. not. It's very distinctive Rice Krispie flavor. You're eating air. All right, stop criticizing. Number three. It's a waste of a choice. Oh, you're going to hate my next ones, too. So that's number two. Number three, I think, might be Raisin Bran Crunch. Okay, that's fine. Number five. At least there's flavor there. Number five. Number five is my favorite, though. What? Grape Nuts. Do you love Grape Nuts? I don't have a problem with them. I just don't eat them. <laughs> grape Nuts. Grape Nuts is good only with, like, really cold milk. Yeah. And then, like... Before you're done with the bowl, it just starts tasting not good. Mm-hmm. So it's a very short window. So one of the probably frosted mini wheats. Two cinnamon lights. Three uh, heart to heart. You ever had that? Oh, fuck no. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it sounds terrible. No, it's like Cheerios, but with actual flavor. Cheerios. Are- Oh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Well, you're talking about Honey Nut Cheerios. Kind of. Because Honey Nut Cheerios are Cheerios with flavor. Yeah, but they're not Honey Nut Cheerios. They're, it's comparable. Yeah. Okay. Four. Hmm. Honey Bunch of Votes is good, too. Yeah, that's not bad. Ulysses mentioned that one. That's not bad. What else is there? I used to eat a lot. And then, yeah, like either uh, Frost. What's the You're Great? Frosted Flakes? Yeah. That was a good one. I used to eat uh, Chex a lot. No, not Chex. Um, Crispex. Oh, Chex is good. Crispex were good. <laughs> but, you know, but you know, they used to always say that they never got soggy. <laughs> I'd let them sit in milk. I liked soggy cereal oh, growing up. yes. You're the God. You're the Antichrist. That's the worst. Oh, I love soggy. Soggy cereal. When I was growing up, I loved devil. soggy cereal. So I used to oh pour, pour a full of Crispex. Put milk in there and let it sit for like three minutes. Yeah. So it gets soggy. You should do a picture like, you know, Trump does with his KFC or whatever he's eating on on Air Force One. Shows him. <laughs> what has he got? Like a freaking, like a frozen, nasty ass KFC. I can't stand KFC. It's like sitting there, he's got like a fork and knife like an ass. You just do that with soggy cereal. It's like, it's like the... Uh, and he looks so happy. It's like the episode of Seinfeld where George <laughs> eats a, a candy bar with a, a knife and fork. Yeah, exactly. Flipping weirdos. All right, power rankings. Where Five places Dolph will go next. Where is he going to go after the WWE? Number one, the comedy store in L.A. <laughs> He's going to... So or Laugh Factory, one of the two. He'll be on Tuesdays, John Lovitz on Wednesdays. Yes. I that still want... Oh, we're going to L.A. soon. I'm going to see if John Lovitz is playing. Oh, that'd be great. great. I'd love to take Lacey to go see John Lovitz. Yeah, Comedy Store. Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory. There you go. One of the one of the, one of the major uh, uh, comedy clubs in, L, in L.A. That's where he's going. Who said... Who was talking about CM Punk... Saying that he should go to Ring of Honor, he should. Oh, Bully Ray on Sirius Radio oh, yeah. said, "If CM Punk should go, see, there's one place CM Punk needs to go if he wants to get back in wrestling, and it is in New Japan." Mm-hmm. Are you kidding, dude? Give me a break. That'd be massive. He would be Bullet Club for life. Yeah, he would. That would be amazing. Not Ring of Honor. You know, somebody, one of our friendos in the tournament, I forget who, and I apologize, mentioned that they either went or they saw. A Ring of Honor show on the Fight TV app. I think they went to it, and they said that they were disappointed because the fans apparently just mark out during the meet and greet, and then when they go to the show, I've noticed this. The fans are oddly like uh, docile huh. <laughs> or mellow. Whatever. They yeah. The show at all? They don't like when you watch the show. That's why I couldn't really get into it. Like you watch those old ECWs, the crowd's crazy. Yeah. But like you watch the Ring of Honors, and they're just like. Like, there was that, pay, the pay-per-view that I watched was Adam Cole versus uh, Chris Daniels. Yeah, yeah, the anniversary show. Yeah. 
And like you watch, and like everything Adam Cole says, you can hear clear as day, and he's not even really talking loud, and people are just like. But there were spots during that show where people, the crowd was into it. Yeah, the Kazarian bit, the, the reveal at the end, they yeah. were into it, but it wasn't like, you know, they didn't reach like a fever pit. No. It was like, oh, cool. I'm not crapping on Ring of Honor crowds. If you're in a, if you're in the Ring of Honor crowd and I'm talking about you right now and you're watching the show, I apologize. I don't mean to offend you. I'm just saying, when I watched it, I just really didn't see people being into it. Next place, we're going to see Dolph. Number two, a Judd Apatow movie. Oh, yeah. Do you think him and Amy Schumer broke up on good terms? I don't know. Maybe. That's a good question, though. Yeah. That could be all of the difference right there. Could be. Maybe. That could be the difference. That's a good That's a good one, though. Judd Apatow movie. I like neither of these so far. Three. Uh, three. Who, oh, who's a, 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 an indie comedy auteur? Um, an indie comedy auteur? Yeah. Well, like a Louis C.K.? No, indie well, comedy. Oh, Mar- oh, a Mark Duplass movie. There you go. No, a Mark Duplass straight to Netflix TV show. There you go. <laughs> That's what it would be. <laughs> Mark Duplass. <laughs> Tell me they wouldn't go great together. Yeah, they would. I love Mark Duplass. Yeah, he's good. That dude's <laughs> prolific as shit. Yeah, he is. That guy could just literally go out with an iPhone, get a movie on Netflix the next day. I know. It's insane. Four. Will he wrestle if he were to leave WWE? Oh, now we're getting into wrestling. Yeah. At four, we're getting into wrestling. We can save it until five if, if you have a better answer for four. <sighs> well, dude, I don't want him to go to Ring of Honor. I don't know. I, people keep on asking. You guys need to Lucha cover Underground. Honor. Maybe I'll cover Ring of Honor. I don't want him to go there. Nobody should go there. You know what Lucha Underground reminds me of? <laughs> That's so rude. Nobody should go there. I heard they had a great show last night. Uh, Solomon Crow, J- Jeremiah Crane is his name on the show. Oh, okay. And Mil Muertes had a match, and apparently he was off the hook. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. You sung its praises. I think it's yeah, great. Yeah, it's good wrestling. It's just whenever I hear about, why can't this guy go to the WWE? Oh, he's on a Lucha Underground contract. Oh, yeah, so he's not going to be able to wrestle anywhere for three years. How about this? Dolph should go to DDT Pro. Meanwhile, we don't get to watch him on TV. DDT Pro. <laughs> Can he wrestle some of the? Can he take the place of Kota Ibushi? Before I didn't in my mind because you put on some video you saw on Twitter <laughs> compilation that looks like DDT Pro like goofy bit. It's the best. It's pretty funny. All best. all with Kota Ibushi in it. And it's all, and a lot of it's pretty funny. Oh, so anytime a grown man and he's not like a huge guy rides on a a, a vehicle that's like comically smaller than them, it's just, it's best. It's funny. It's the best. Um, no, if Dolph if Dolph goes back to wrestling, it'll probably be. I mean, no, Ring of Honor doesn't seem like a good fit. Ring of Honor is a good fit for like, I don't know, young indie talent that really just want. I don't know where Ring of Honor is a good fit for. Oh, the Briscoes are. I love the Briscoes. I just feel like the Briscoes have done everything they can do. I know they need to go to WWE or yeah. something. You know, I, know I can't think. That. I can't think of a prominent or semi. Oh, what am I talking about? GFW. Oh, come on. That's messed up. GFW. If he goes to wrestling, he's going to go to GFW. Dude, that's... You know, here's the thing. Now that I've done... I'm starting to do reviews on GFW here on Going In Raw, the channel. Maybe I'll join you someday. I want it to do good. I want it to do good. But, dude... If they're chomping at the bit, GFW, that is, to sign Jack Swagger... I know! Don't you think they would fall over themselves to get Dolph? Oh, they'd get Dolph in a heartbeat. Yeah. They'd make him their, like, he'd be their grand impact champion. I would love, see, the one thing that I would actually really love about you joining me in GFW reviews, number one, we do it remotely because we don't need to be here to do it. Yeah, yeah. We wake up on Skype 
puffy morning face. Did you watch it? Yeah. Drinking our coffee. Drinking our coffee. That's how it'd go. Um, the, I would love to get your take on the Grand Impact Championship. Is that the one where they score the fight? Yes. But it's so still because it's like Dutch Mantel heel Bruce Pritchard, and he's the Bruce Pritchard is the weirdest heel ever. Because number one, he's in like literally half the segments on the on the show. He's in everything, but he's not overly villainous. He's not even villainous. That's weird. Like Trevor Lee literally says, <laughs> okay, it's very Kafka esque. He's like a Kafka esque villain. Like Sanjay Dutt is the exhibition champion, right? He's a good guy. He's a face, right? Trevor Lee steals his yeah his yeah. exhibition title. They uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard and Tyrus uh, uh, Brody Brody Clay, Clay yeah. walk up and they're like in the Bowsy Arena or something like that. Trevor Lee are backstage. Trevor Lee's there and he's like, "Hey, you know what's going on with this?" And Trevor Lee, after a little bit of conversation, just says, "Look, man, I'm just a better champion than he is." And Sanjay Dutt, meanwhile, like tries to rush him for his title, and then he's held back by security. And Bruce Pritchard says, "Sanjay, get out of here." Like, he's the bad guy. And then he says, Trevor, you're good. You can go. But there's nothing overly villainous about it. That's he's weird. very low-key dickish. Hmm. It's really funny. Hmm. I don't know. It's bizarre. Anyways, we've been talking about this too much. GFW. Yeah, they take him. I just don't think Dolph would want to go there. I think Dolph would love to be in a Mark Duplass Netflix show. Yeah. I, I don't think he'd want to go to GFW. I think entries one through three are, are more probable. Here's the thing. I think you're right. But I, I think if he would go somewhere else to wrestle. I think it's going to be New Japan. It would be New Japan to join Bullet Club. That makes all the sense in the world. It does. It totally does. It. Could you imagine? What if he's been held back all these years? I know you mentioned that before. I don't know. To join Takuchi Japan. Yeah, that'd be Imagine cool. the classics he'd put on with it. You see what Yano did to Juice? No. He tied his uh, dreadlocks to the barrier and then ran in for the... Kanawin. Yeah, Kanawin, yeah. Um, yeah, Taguchi Japan for Dolph would be good. Apparently, he's got comedy chops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see? Exact No, it'd be chaos. Or he'd be with Yano. He could team with Yano. No, Taguchi Japan's a better choice. Okay, very good. Number and four, we need one more. Community theater. Oh, like I'll say off Broadway. What's the de- what is off Broadway? Well, it's a theater in New York that's not on Broadway. But it has to be in New York. Well, I think mm. if you're speaking literally, yes. <laughs> okay, so like the, like you and like. I think if we did theater that wasn't in the major theater company here in Sacramento, yeah. you can maybe, in a sense, call it off-Broadway. It's off-Broadway. Me and Larson are doing a two-man show. It's like off-Broadway. Off any theater that's not on Broadway in New York if is off-Broadway. If we ever did Going In Raw Live, can we say it's off-Broadway? Yeah. It's an off-Broadway show. Okay. Or we could do it on Broadway here in Sacramento, and it would be a Broadway show. You know how many tangents we've gone on for this episode? A lot. It's pretty great. We, haven't, we haven't talked to you to each other in like almost a week. So oh, I know. So it's just, it's We have a lot of ground to cover. Mysterio, Rey Mysterio to WWE. No, no. no. So uh, Justin Barrasso, Sports Illustrated, had a story up this week um, about the rumors of Rey. Now that he seems to be done Lucha Underground, yeah. going to either WWE or uh, GFW. Yeah. And uh, according to his report, Rey Mysterio isn't going to WWE, saying, "Quote: WWE passed on the legendary luchador as Vince McMahon was not interested in working with Mysterio's representation, specifically." Conan, mm-hmm. and he talks about how WWE put a lot of money into Conan back when he was with the company, the uh, Max Moon character. Max Moon, yeah. And instead, Conan went to this last one went to go wrestle in, in uh, Mexico. Again. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, then they had to get somebody else to be Max Moon. Yeah, who was that? I forget who now. I don't remember either. Anyways, uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter expounded upon Sports Illustrated's story, mm-hmm. saying, uh, "Quote: While well, they had talked, 
We'd heard that Mysterio talking with WWE was overblown in the first place and that he was looking at GFW because it allowed more freedom to do side projects and Mysterio at this stage of his career isn't going to be able to work the WWE schedule. Mm. Um, which makes perfect sense because Mysterio's not old. Yeah. He's in his mid-40s, I think. Yeah. But he's wrestled a lot. Yeah, he has. Big time. A lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm sure most people in their 40s wrestling or not uh, can't handle 250 days on the road. Especially been wrestling already for twenty plus years. Yeah, that's a lot of wear and tear on the body. Yeah, it is totally. Um, there is also some interesting stuff. I guess like I don't know if Wrestling Observer talked to Conan. Somebody talked to Conan. Conan basically said if that was going to preclude, if 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 the WWE dealing with me was going to preclude them signing Ray or they, get in the way, they then got I would, out of the way. Yeah, I would have stepped aside. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, talk about a bright spot on GFW though. Conan's great. He's fantastic because he leads LAX. Yeah. Right? And so he delivers. Nobody else in LAX ever talks except for him. But he's really good. Yeah. Like, he was good back in WCW. Yeah. But, man, he is so, like, he's legitimately comes off like kind of a Hollywood villain guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's good stuff. That's cool. See, I'm telling you. But GFW has a long way to go. Yes. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about GFW and non-news today. Yeah, usually, and usually 90% of non-news is GFW. So story. much of it is non-news and GFW. So, I mean, I guess in one sense it would have been kind of neat to say, see Ray back in WWE. Because, yeah. you know, imagine no. him no. taking on Neville or something like that. But Yeah. It, no, I don't want to see it. I mean, no, I don't want to see it. But do you want to see Ray in GFW? No, I don't. I think I think him being a Lucha Underground is great. I just don't know how long Lucha Underground is going to be around for. Yeah, that's the thing. That's another thing I think uh, Wrestling Observer mentioned was yeah. the fact that he's one of their top stars and is getting paid handsomely. Him, His willingness to leave might not speak uh, well to the future health of Lucha Underground. Yeah, I know. I just look, GFW, I want them to succeed. And succeeding, you're not going to succeed by bringing in mid-40-year-old guys who are like 20 years past their prime. And I'm going to succeed doing that. WWE could use Ray, but I don't really want to see Ray on my TV if he's just doing that. Like, I would legit watch. I mean, I'd love to watch Lucha Underground. I just don't have time for it. Yeah, same here. And, but I mean, I think that a place like that would be like something different for him would be good. I just don't know where that would be at this point. Well, he hasn't been in GFW yet, so that would be different for him. I know, but it's not. See, GFW is. It's not different. That's the problem with them. They need to be. But their but their ring's a different shape. This is awkward. You see people trying to figure that out in the ring. They're so confused. <laughs> like this, how, see people run the ropes in there. It's confusing <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, they try to run the ropes against the turnbuckle. This doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Do you guys want? Would you guys like to see Rey Mysterio? Like the thing is. It'd be cool, like, the first time. But remember the first time, like, when he re-debuted last time? It was at the Rumble and everybody booed him? Oh, yeah. That's what it would be. Well, it's because he wasn't Daniel Bryan. I know, but he would come out. Okay, so they would debut him again, and people would pop, and he'd be wearing a T-shirt, and then the next week it'd just be old news because he's slow. Yeah. You know? And I'm not into it, man. Not into it. i got to transfer this money here. All right. So why don't you read some questions? All right, first one from the glorious champion, Dylan Haggett. Glorious! Hey, guys, welcome back, Larson. Thank you very much. Can you guys power rank guys with the best merchandise? He has uh, these options available. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, or John Cena. Finn Balor's number one. Finn Balor actually has some decent-looking merch. That acid wash t-shirt is actually awesome-looking. Yeah, he's got a good I'm waiting for that too. to be... Uh, 
$10 and I'll buy that. Um, so Finn Balor's number one. It, so we can't really speak to quantity yet, but Alistair Black. No, 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 no. There's, there's options here. These options. Those are our choices. You guys power rank guys with the best merch. Why do we have to power rank what he's giving us? Because that's the challenge. Because by and large, none of these people have good merch. Can you guys power rank guys with the best merch? AJ. Okay. Well, who did you say has the best? Finn. Dollar? Finn has the best. Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out who has the worst. What's worse, uglier or boring? What's worse, ugly or boring? Because Cena's is horribly ugly. But Orton's is horribly boring, Definitely. and Rollins is actually both. Yeah, if both so, both should be worse. If the shirts are ugly and boring, yeah, that's the worst. So is worst uh, best. Okay, so worst is five, and that's Rollins. So it goes Rollins. I say there's boring. six here. Six here. I say boring is also worst. So, but I'm gonna go with Rollins. Six. Rollins at six. Rollins at six. Orton at then five. Then Orton at five. Then Cena at four. Cena at four. Then Nakamura. Yeah. At a three? Yeah. And AJ at two, two yeah. and then Finn at one. That's a good list. Alistair Black's is the best, though. Yeah, his two T-shirts so far are pretty good. Mario Rocha. Are you going to buy one? Uh, yes. Depending. Oh, we're going to be there. Yeah, on Saturday. Exactly. So I'll look then. Okay. Uh, good question here from Mario Rocha on Twitter. Do you all think Vince is cutting shows and maybe soon talent to make the WWE appealing to potential future buyers. Do you think that's on his mind? I don't know if it is, but I can see why someone might think that's the case. Yeah, I know. That's a good seems, observation. It seems like they've made a couple, not super drastic moves, but some significant cost-cutting moves the last... Right. Now, if, if 205 Live is, is abruptly canceled, mm-hmm. and we see some more uh, cost-cutting moves in that respect then this might hold some credence. Yeah, if they may, yeah, like more drastic. It was, who, Rich Brennan? Yeah. He used to be a commentator, or a ring announcer, sorry, for WWE, who said that he uh, he speculated that uh, WME, same company that bought UFC, might be interested in buying WWE or something like that, right? Yeah, I'd be surprised because WME, like... They spent like $4 billion. They spent a ton of money, and and just they're barely able to make the interest payment on the UFC's revenue. Maybe just the pay-per-view. I don't know what it is. But, uh, so I don't, I don't know if they literally could add that, add that to their portfolio. Um, Disney just acquired the streaming service that works with the W, that... that Facilitates the WWE yeah. network, yeah. So they can do their own Disney streaming service. I know that the math on that is really, really loose, but Disney. I don't know if Disney would want. I think the bottom line is this for me. To be under their umbrella. That's no, I, I think you're probably other thing. You're probably right, but here's my thing. There are not a lot of mom and pop shop entertainment conglomerates anymore, and it only stands to reason that. WWE will eventually be added as some other giant conglomerate mm-hmm. portfolio. I, I think so long as they can retain control, I don't think they would have a problem necessarily have a problem selling the company. I don't think that, I don't even think maintaining retaining control would be an issue. I because the thing is I don't think they would allow themselves to get bought by a giant. They're like you know how those things work. Yeah, they it's all or nothing. You know, and I think if 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 
Disney or whoever. You're probably right about Disney, but if, you know. Well, I mean, for example, Kathleen Kennedy is, runs Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Disney bought Lucasfilm. Yeah. So Kathleen Kennedy, I'm granted she has to, to, to answer to the Disney Board of Directors. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think, uh, what's the guy, name of the guy that runs Disney? Ike Perlmuter. Oh, Bob Igor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's... Well, Ike is the guy... I'm sorry. Ike is the biggest shareholder in Disney. Yeah. Because he owned Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bob Igor probably runs it. Yeah. I I think that's the day-to-day, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he's in Kathleen Kennedy's office every day telling her what to do. Oh, if no. If that's what you mean by retaining control, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, it would be Triple H and I'm not saying I'm not saying they would maintain uh, uh, control. Ownership stake. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they will... Control, yeah. Whoever buys it will own 50.1% of the company. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will hold on to a a majority control of whatever's remaining of that 49.9%. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, if it even works out the way, but I don't know in terms of the stock, because I think right now the McMahon family probably only needs to own obviously fifty point one percent to maintain control on how much they actually own of it in yeah. terms of the actual stock holdings currently. Yeah. So I don't even know if that would be possible. Yeah. So that the, then Disney has to go out and buy out a majority of the stockholders who aren't McMahon. I just think the bottom line is WWE one day is going to be owned by somebody, and it's not the McMahons. Um, I think that's. I mean, I'm not saying tomorrow or the next day. But it's just that's that's the way that's the way entertainment companies you know huge companies it's valued at what one point six billion right now Something like that yeah companies that are valued at one point six billion and they're like they've shown the business savvy to future proof themselves yeah. against you know the yeah. downturn of the pay per view revenue yeah. thing what would you say the name of the the Marvel guy who owns the most Ike Perlmuter okay something like he that. made a good deal for himself yeah yeah he did. Did he Apparently, he is a notorious. Um, he's very frugal. Did he? Cost. Did he? They said that his parties, like the the food at his parties, is like ridiculously not extravagant. It's like you know Oscar Mayer wieners and shit. Did he just take uh, stock then for the transaction? Something like that. Probably a ton of cash and a ton of stock. Wow, that's a good deal for him. To yeah. be the, the, the largest holder of Disney stock, though, that's something else. Yeah. Or the largest individual, probably. I guess. I think that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Ethan, the Hard Cock Cafe Evans. Hey, friendos. Says friendo here. Must ask this when you were doing this by yourself. Could be. I'm back now. (laughs) After watching some of the indies out there, it has made me ask whether a three-man tag team championship could work in WWE. If so, who in the current roster is the champion, the face tag team, and the heel? I love it. Cheers, friendos. Absolutely. Give me a trios title. Why not? Let's do it. Well, you already have the New Day. They're ready. Sanity. Boom. Right there. Um, I always said before they broke them up, but American Alpha put them with Shelton Benjamin. Yes. Be great. Put the shield back together. Put the shield back together. There you go. Um, Just one more belt for Rowan to win. Yep. Mon- uh, 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 what did I say? The Metro Boys and brothers. Ronda Rousey. Metro Bo- Brothers, yes. And make it intergender. Okay. Yeah. But who on the current roster need uh, uh, a face team and a mm-hmm. heel team. Make them up of people who aren't currently in tag teams. Let's do that. All right. Let's see if we can add one to the Ty Sammy thing. Ty Sammy and Dolph. Dolph. Oh God. It's so boring. <laughs> it's the worst. Ty. Have you seen Sammy's new shirt? Uh, I just saw it on my iPad. It looks like a high schooler drew it. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure that's probably. I, I'm, there's probably a story behind it. Who's another uh, NXT alum yeah. that's not doing much on SmackDown? 
Uh, that could join with, with Sammy and Ty. Make it like an XT thing. Oh. Kevin Owens. He's doing something right now. Yeah, he's pretty big. But like Mojo. Like say Mojo. They get the Mojo, Zack Ryder storyline done with. Have Mojo join. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Mojo, Ty, and Sammy. That's the most random trios I've ever heard But they have a unifying thing, and that's their time in NXT. That's true. That is true. (laughs) Right? Like, this isn't no hamburger artwork. That's not Shamburger. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Is there anything on the back? Just his logo? This little flag. little Sammy flag. Hmm. Like, I like it because it looks like a high schooler drew it. Yeah. But it looks like a high schooler drew it. I'm just really... I don't know. Like, look at the little fist right there. Oh, yeah. I can draw better than that. And is that supposed to be Sammy? I really liked his Inzane shirt he had in NXT. Yeah, me too. That was a really good shirt. Uh, have you ever seen the Miami Connection? Have you heard of it? It's yeah, a yeah, movie yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I House brought back. Yeah, I've heard about that, yeah. We were watching it the night. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, this shirt reminds me of that. So heels. We need three heels to join forces to form a six-person tag team. Well, Baron Corbin can't because he's a lone wolf. Lone wolf. I think it's somebody on team on Raw. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking of on Raw. Put the Wyatt family back together. Boom, done. Done, right there. Yeah, Wyatt family. What are you talking about, of course? That guy. We all want AJ versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania, but who do you want to go over? Book who wins and how to keep the feud going. I would think Nakamura would have to win. No, he won the first. Well, he won their match in New Japan, but that's not canon. <laughs> that's um, not canon. In WWE, at least. <laughs> I would good. think AJ, AJ, granted, uh, Nakamura is popular, but AJ is a more established star. So I would think Nakamura would have to go over WrestleMania. So check this out. What? Perlmuter. Yeah. He received $800 million in cash and $590 million in Disney stock. Wow. And yet he did not want a seat on Disney's board of directors. He's just chilling. Chilling. Well, how much cash? Eight hundred. Eight hundred million. In wow. Five hundred and ninety in Disney stock. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So Bookshin's AJ. I mean, they're already planting seeds. They're doing a good job already. Yeah. So we we go through what I think you've mentioned before. What AJ wins Rumble, something like that. Goes on to face Nakamura at WrestleMania. Nakamura goes over. Nakamura goes over. Then they feud for the next year. Yes, and next WrestleMania. Except the next AJ one. goes over. Mm-hmm. Feud again for a year. Mm-hmm. Every year, the main event of WrestleMania is the same main event. Yeah. And during this time, Nakamura debuts the new branch of chaos. Yes. During this time, AJ reunites with the club. Yes. Forming Ammo Club. Um, you know, they trade spots. AJ ends up in Chaos. Nakamura ends up in Ammo Club. Okay. Then he renames it Naka Club. Shin Club. Naka Club. It's all good stuff. Okay. Writes itself. I think we were we did we we just gave more to WWE. Solid booking for the next year. A really rough kind of sketch. Three for the year. Rest, three for year the, treatment for the, for the rest of eternity. It's a three year treatment plan. Dale Lockwood. What do you think of the rumors that CM Punk is joining Bullet Club in Chicago in the Punk Red Club? CM Punk. Carl Anderson. Can I finish the question? Doc Gallows. And the Punk Colors uh, Bullet Club shirt. So I think it real. be great just to see him back, especially in Bullet Club um, in Ring of Honor and New Japan. So I guess it started out with the Young Bucks. 
uh, mocked up Bullet Club shirt with the Chicago flag, yeah, was good. which was what the CM Punk's gear was inspired by. Mm-hmm. So kind of the the light blue, the red, and the white. I believe that's what. Look it up. Uh, Chicago's city flag looks okay. like. So that was the first thing they got right. that mocked up and put on. Yes, Boom. exactly. Boom. Put on Twitter by the by the young bucks. Yeah. Next, Marty Skrull. Yeah. I assume got the guy that designs all the shirts. <laughs> and so it was kind of the same thing, especially towards the top of the bottom. Instead of having the the two machine guns crossed, mm-hmm. it was CM Punk's yeah. arms. It was rad. It was an awesome shirt. Great shirt. And underneath said "Best in the World." Yeah, he should come back just so that to ensure that shirt gets made. I know because I would buy like five of those. We should just make them. They were fantastic. Well, I don't think we could do that, dude. Sure, we could. You could some, sell them. Wait, no, we couldn't sell them. We yes. could make them for ourselves. Though. Okay, who's gonna stop us? Oh, wear that shit. Okay, be like, where'd you get that shirt? <clears throat> Seventy-five bucks out of my trunk. Oh, are you kidding me? Go to the NXT show. Seventy-five bucks out of my trunk. Bad idea. People throwing money at. Yeah, you. they would. Um. So, what do we think? Love it. Oh yeah, damn punk. Please join Bullet Club. Please join Bullet Club. It'd be great. Are you kidding me? And those shirts, both the ones the Young Bucks put up, the one Marty Scroll put up, both look fantastic. Where do you think you're going? But especially the one Marty Scroll put up. That was fantastic. Yeah, I'd be all about that. Got a couple video questions, Steve. Would you like to answer them? Would you like to look at the television, Mr. Lee? First, from Patrick Sparks. Let's see what Patrick Sparks has to say. Hey, friendos. Pat here. Larson, hope you had a great time on vacation. Glad to see you back. But I got a question for you guys. So I was listening to Edge and Christian's podcast the other day, and they were talking about wrestling injuries, and they were talking about Magnum TA, and it got me to thinking, um, Magnum TA was huge, and then he got in his car accident, and it ruined his career, obviously, but Kerry Von Eric, who they were also talking about, was also fucking huge, and he got into a motorcycle accident and had to have his foot amputated, and then continued his career for a little while before the whole Von Eric tragedy, you know how that goes. But, my question for you is who would have had the bigger career if they didn't get injured in their accidents? Gary Von Eric or Magnum T.A.? It's a tough one to answer. But, secondary question, who had the better career before having to end it due to injury or subsequent injuries leading to painkillers and shit? But, Edge or Davy Boy Smith? What do you guys think? Thanks, Windows. Glad you're back, Larson. And good job on going in, Steve. Steve. Bye. Hey, friendos. Okay, so the first question with regards to Carrie Von Eric. Well, let's answer the second question first because that's a much easier question to answer. Edge. Edge. Okay, Edge. moving on. Edge probably had the best career of anybody in the history of professional wrestling. He did a lot of neat things. He Well, number one, I think he wore, like, the most legitimate gold, meaning he didn't book himself to win or he didn't, you know, it's not Jerry Jarrett booking Jeff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, anybody in WWE that spent their entire career in WWE, no one's won more belts than Edge. Exactly. So, boom, best career ever. Um, so, Edge, definitely. Yes. What is Bulldog? Who is Bulldog? What is that? British Bulldog. Davy Boyce. What is that? He was, uh, he was there when the Shockmaster debuted. I remember him now. Okay. He first, yelled a lot. Yes. First part of the question. This one uh, will take a lot more discussion. Um, who had the better? Who would have had the better career if they had not gotten injured? Here's the thing about Kerry Von Eric. I, if I recall correctly, I don't think his foot being gone 
Did that relate to his suicide in terms of... Because he lost the foot long before he committed suicide. Yeah. He wrestled like a lot of the matches that you've seen. If you've seen Kerry Von Eric matches, chances are he didn't have a foot. And um, you just didn't know it because he was that good. He was ridiculously good. Well, didn't he get addicted to... Yeah, I think. Yeah, like yeah I think. But I, I was that in relation to. I don't know the foot injury. It was so long after. I don't know that. I, I don't. I mean, I'm sure just wrestling injuries in general. I think there was a specific reason. I just don't remember what it was. But here's here's the question you want to ask, because I honestly don't think that Kerry Von Erich's foot being amputated necessarily held him back. Affected his career that much? Yeah. Like, what more could he have done? He was still a spectacular wrestler. Yeah. So the question is, how far could uh, Magnum TA have gone? Yes. And would that have been more than WWE Intercontinental Champion? Yeah, more um, than uh, NWA Champion. He was an NWA Champion. He was the centerpiece of an entire very successful promotion. Yeah. Um, so I, the, the jury's out on that. I mean, we did a little bit of... the the the. There is no perfect consensus on if Magnum TA was even going to win the NWA title. Yeah, depending it on what seems... you hear and who you hear from, there could be people saying, yes, he was being groomed yeah, for yeah, a top yeah, spot, yeah. and then others seem a bit more pessimistic about that, that that assessment. I mean, when we were looking into it, it seemed like he might have been able to take the spot that uh, Ronnie Garvin had. Yeah. Um, and probably with more success, because Ronnie Garvin, I think, was sort of viewed as a, like a transitional champion kind yeah. of. Because Flair had the belt always then. But back then, the, the face would chase the belt. So, yeah, sorry, uh, Von Erich had his foot amputated in, t- in 86. He didn't even join the WWE until 1990. Right, 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 right. And then he committed suicide in 93. Yeah. So he had a motorcycle accident. Maybe that was... Okay, yeah, so in 86... Oh, okay, so there was the amputated foot. Um, oh, he, okay, he already had two brothers who... Who committed suicide? But after he took place. his foot, um, he became addicted to painkillers. Okay. Um, and then he was he was arrested. First drug problems, of which resulted in probation. Then he got arrested the second time, which would have led to extensive jail time. Okay, so I mean, the question is, what I mean, it did, did was the foot a direct result? You know, was his drug addiction problem a direct result of his foot? Maybe, maybe not. Wrestlers have you know kept their feet and fell into drug problems. Yeah, it, it, it could be a combination of foot injury, the kind of tragic, not just kind of the tragic history of his family. Mm-hmm. Could have been a lot of things. Could have been a lot of life on the road, which yeah. isn't easy. Could have been a lot of factors. All that being said, he didn't. He ended up being you know WWE Intercontinental Champion. I Kerry Von Erich always struck me, and I'm not like an expert on the guy. But seeing him in WWE, he strikes me as a very Texas-specific wrestler. Like, people in Texas loved him yes. so much, but he seems like very much a product of Texas, yes. you know? And so, you know, I don't know that he ever, you know, I mean, he was, 1990 was a pretty stacked time for the WWE. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Magnum TA, on the other hand, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, he could have been the next, he could have been the next Barry Windham. Which is a good career. I don't know. What do you think? Barry Windham? You know, where, where do you put... Barry Windham better or not than Kerry Von Erich? Um, I'll put a pipe on the... I'll put Kerry Von Erich above Barry Windham. Yeah, me too. More iconic. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, what if Barry Windham died in 1993? Yeah, I know. You know? But Kerry seemed like... He was like a rock star. Yeah, but a lot of the... But, but that was largely in WCCW. I know. I know. Once he got to WWE, he, it wasn't quite the same. Right. 
But we, and Magnum TA was kind of a rock star in the end of it. He was starting to become yeah a rock star. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to tell. I, to a certain degree, I think we see we saw what Carrie's feeling was. Yeah, I think so. And it was it was impressive. Yeah. But I don't know if we ever got to see what Magnum TA's feeling was. Yeah, I know. So it's hard to make an assessment of who would have had a better career if not for yeah. injury or, or or whatnot. Yeah. Because we never saw both competitors' ceilings. The answer is Kerry Von Erich. It was he was like Khan. He was like a rock star. Man. I'm gonna say Magnum TA. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. That's our predictions. We'll find out next week. Um, okay. Next question is from Jordan, Jordan Carter. Carter. Hello. Was a welcome back, Mister Cotter. That's Cotter. 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 Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, Jordan. Let's do what Jordan has to say. Hey, friendos. How do you think WWE would be different if they had New Japan's creative? What do you think would change? What do you think would be different? And do you think it would work? Thanks. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Um, how would WWE be different if they utilized New Japan-style creative booking? If Gato was in charge? Yeah. Heck yeah, man. That'd be rad. Um, that'd be awesome. Be any of the, there would be none of the soap opera crap. Nope. None of that. It'd all be about competition. Yep. In the ring. Yep. Yeah. The focus would be... Entirely on what happens in the ring, well, for the most part. There's backstage stuff. There's some promos. I wonder. Is there any part? Do you think? I wonder if there's any part of of Gato being evidently the head booker of the most exciting promotion in the world right now. Is there any part of him that like looks at WWE's product and says, "A, I could do a lot with that," or B, be kind of fun to do those goofy backstage segments? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, obviously, like, the Japanese crowd, the New Japan crowd, would probably be, like, hugely turned off by that because it just isn't their thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it'd be the same way, honestly, and sadly for a lot of people, if all of a sudden the WWE stopped doing those backstage silly vignettes, which everybody's grown accustomed to. I would miss them. I'd be like, man, I remember when this shit was hella cheesy. Yeah. I mean, this is one one of the conventions of WWE that we've gotten used to. Yeah. We just know that for the product. Or we know that as part of the product. But I wonder if, there, if there's ever like, hey, I want, that would be a challenge for me. I wonder if I could yeah, book yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, in terms of WWE kind of emulating or in some ways doing something similar to New Japan, like Heyman's run as SmackDown writer focused on interesting yeah. characters and the yeah. action in the ring. Absolutely, yeah. And I, you know, you, I don't think you need these huge elaborate backstage storylines yeah, to motivate the action in the ring and tell interesting stories in the ring. We should go back and watch some of those old SmackDowns to see, like, if they had silliness going on, too. I'm sure there was. There yeah. was silliness in ECW. There's always silliness. Yeah, but ECW, you know, I still say, man, it's, it's weird to me. Somebody had this question, I think, for Meltzer on Twitter, um, where they said, I always clue into the things that I'm fascinated by. Because, like, when we went back and watched some of that old ECW stuff, like the little Pulp Fiction uh, or the, the, the Dick Dale oh, yeah, 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 vignettes yeah, yeah, yeah. are so cool. Yeah. They are cool. Well, I like I like how in that episode of UCW, they had the first 45 minutes of the show was all wrestling. Yeah. And then the last 10 minutes of it was a bunch of promo stuff. And it was an interesting way to construct the show. Yeah. I kind of, I think of like uh, WCPW, for example. They do a really good job of that where they intersperse, like, you know, they do backstage stuff, but it's a bit more like uh, how TNA did it, you know, like sort of flying the hall mm-hmm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, just, like, really cool characters talking to the camera, but, like, stylistically lit. Yeah. Almost, like, nobody does anything that, like, looks cool, I don't think. I can't think of any. I'm sure there's maybe some out there. But, like, ECW did it so cool on such a budget that anybody could do nowadays. I know. 
You know, it's like, I don't know. It just seems like, it, like that's, it's so, you take any promotion and do something cool with it, you know? Mm. I think the ingredients are there for Lucha Underground because the way they shoot their backstage oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. No, it's Lucha, like a movie. No, that's, that's like, that's on a whole different sphere. Yeah, yeah. That's like super cool. But I'm just thinking like, you know, promotion here, like Supreme Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We could take that and make it look cool as shit. We don't have time, and I'm not going to presume to take somebody else's promotion. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, if some small promotion would team up with like some like you know filmmaking minded people, yes, who had an affinity for ECW style shit, somebody can come up with some cool shit these days. Yes, like PWG's DVDs. It shows you the action, and that's all you need, really. Mm-hmm. How much cooler could it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like, I don't know. One thing is there's a stark difference in the DVDs, watching it that way as opposed to being there. I don't really know if there's a way that you could... You're right. You're right. You can encapsulate the energy of being in that building and also do a good job of showing the matches. I know. You're right. I mean, I think PWG, and I have no idea, but maybe that's their purpose is to simply provide a one-of-a-kind, one of I mean, an ECW-esque live experience. Yes. You know, TV be damned or DVDs be damned. Yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah, man. All right, you ready to do non-news? Yeah, we got to stop, stop this, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not one show. It's two All shows. Right. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk together later. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.